Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse, and in today's episode, we're taking a look at the essentials to bring back from camp. So come on into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone and welcome to the 50th episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. There's only one way to celebrate and here's to 50 more. Oh, is there, is there no better sound than a cracking of a can? Cheers, guys. Oh, that's good. So yeah, 50th episode, guys. Uh, it's, you know, it's a really good feeling to hit milestones and I think 50th it's quite a feat and uh for those of you that have started from the very first episode of there's no place like summer camp you may have heard that uh my intention was to release 101 episodes of summer camp podcasts and I think I'm gonna stick with that goal I think that's a good round slightly awkward number to you know um celebrate summer camp and i think there's only a certain amount of things and topics that you can discuss around summer camp and trust me there's a whole load more topics and hopefully a whole load more of interviews coming up as well with uh this podcast but i'd just like to celebrate that we've hit 50th episode and um it's it's a strange one especially as uh in the first couple of episodes, I mentioned that I want to do 101 episodes and it should mean that we finish these podcasts in 2019, I think it was, um, if we were going to do one a week. We've switched that up and there was a massive break. There was must have been about a year or so where I just took a break from the podcast because it was distracting me so much from writing the book, There's No Place Like Summer Camp. And my focus had shifted from making a really good book to making podcast episodes and it was really tough to do especially in a house share as well now I live on my own with my girlfriends and, and stuff and you know it's really good just to have that one time in the week or two times in the week where you're just to yourself and you just plan in a really good podcast the book is pretty much up to a point where I'm really happy with it finally and it's been many years in the works and uh it's up to a point where I'm like, okay, I can't really take it much further with my C grade in GCSE English anymore. Uh, I'm going to have to get an editor. And that's pretty much where we're at at the moment. Uh, with any update regarding the book, I'll try and keep you guys informed. But that's pretty much where we are with regards to the book and the podcast. So uh, I hope you celebrate with me. Crack open a can if you've got one nearby. Have a little sip. Cheers to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Now, in this episode, we're going to be talking about things that you'll want to bring back from summer camp. And we are not talking about things that you take to summer camp, like many blog articles that you can find on the web. This is all about the things that you want to be bringing back from your summer camp back home. And uh, I don't think there's many articles around this subject, strangely enough. So I've had to come up with these off the top of my head. Before we begin, we always normally have a coronavirus update and you'd be pleased to hear there's no update again for uh, this episode. So hopefully, uh, you know, things are still going on in the background and maybe a few people are being shipped over to summer camp this year. 
however, I do think it is pretty much a quiet summer to some to, to some extent, and I maybe think that 2021 is going to be the main year for. Uh, maybe getting this podcast really amping up with uh, people that search for summer camp content and uh, volunteering abroad and that sort of thing. I think 2020 has just been a bit of a pain in the ass in general. It's been such a crazy year. I was thinking this last night actually when I was going to sleep. I was like the amount of events that I was really looking forward to in 2020 with the Olympics and the World Cup and uh, different events going on and you know it was always one of those years that was always mentioned as being oh this is the year that this project's going to be finished this is the year that that project's going to be finished just just massive things and massive events and um, even something as small as Eurovision as as, um, as gay as it sounds like uh, I look forward to these sort of things and had had a lot of projects and holidays and things planned for 2020 and when they all go to shit it's a bit crap so um, I have a feeling that June, as a as a podcast update, I think that June could be the last um, month where we do two episodes a week. Personally, I think that makes sense. I'd like to stretch them out. I'd make to make sure that the podcast episodes are higher quality than just rushed out twice a week. And uh, so there is a calendar on my Instagram there's no place like summer camp where you can see the content that's lined up for June and uh, we've got one episode every Tuesday one every Friday so just as a heads up July could be the month where we start going back to solely the Tuesday episodes okay so let's crack on with the rest of this episode Uh, we're taking a look at the essentials that you should bring back from summer camp and starting off where better than the summer camp shirt because I have four summer camp shirts I volunteered at summer camp twice and now I think of it I actually have five summer camp shirts Uh, you get a shirt for applying through Camp America I'm not sure if other agencies actually offer you a shirt but it was a real nice little bonus for uh, going through them it was a Camp America shirt and they highly recommend that you wear these to the airport especially when you're a new volunteer and you're going over there for the first time. So I'd probably follow their advice. It is quite nice to see other people in the same boat as you uh, when you get to a foreign airport and you're all on your own. Just to see some familiar shirts and you can go over and maybe make a couple of really short-term friends. Uh, It's quite nice to do. So you get uh, one summer camp shirt from Camp America for each summer that you go. So I got two, two from Camp America. I actually got two shirts from uh, my camp as well and maybe I I think this is quite a popular thing if I'm honest I think quite a lot of camps do offer this sort of thing but maybe there's some that don't maybe some that have tighter purse strings but I think uh, they offer summer camp shirts to those that have uh, been on the staff particularly and I think normally most summer camps also have a shop for the campers to go and buy their own shirts. This is just to uh, differentiate those who are officially with your summer camp and give a professional like image to the parents that come over and drop off the kids for the summer. So I have two shirts from Camp America, two shirts from my summer camp for each year that I volunteered, and then I actually made my own shirt, and uh, th- that was a real bonus to make that with my uh, my co as it were uh, in my first summer of doing uh, Camp America where he was just like you know what we should really just make our own shirts it'll be so cool man we get all the chicks like they'll absolutely love us 
sort of thing and that's pretty much exactly how he spoke um and i'm so glad that we did follow up with that because it was quite an expensive shirt if we're honest this i'm, I'm talking like 30 dollars just for a real plain t-shirt but uh the sentimental value that you have have from uh uh summer camp shirts that nothing really compares to it because they were there when you were there sort of thing so uh, if you haven't seen it already i've actually posted my summer camp shirt onto the instagram page because i have it framed with a couple of photos of when i uh, volunteered at uh, my summer camp so summer camp shirts are definitely a thing that you need to make space for in your suitcase to bring back with you from summer camp the next thing that you'd really want to bring back from summer camp is the things that kids made you. And this could be uh, little friendship bracelets or maybe a rock with a face on it. It could be literally anything because you want to keep those memories of what it's like at summer camp. And even if, if it's so something so simple as a rock with a little painted face on, it brings you back the memories of working at summer camp. It brings you back the memories of your favorite campers and the good times you've had because, uh, you know what, you, you can't always go back to volunteer time, or time after time after time. And the campers can't always come back to come to summer camp year after year. Uh, normal things normal everyday things get in the way like money and jobs and um, you know growing growing old and people changing and stuff so just to have that say little rock uh, brings you back to a time and a place where you were perhaps you're one of your best self versions of yourself and uh, this is something that I particularly maybe somewhat lack um, more will be revealed in the book uh, because of my role at my summer camp I wasn't particularly attached to certain kids but I know that plenty of people were and I was definitely in the minority where I was in a specialist position uh, getting like camper exposure every day on the daily and not really getting close with particular campers but whenever a camper would make me a friendship bra bracelet or anything like that I'd think it was so fucking cool and it's really good to bring those sort of things back with you and maybe make a little camp section in your uh, room or something like that. The third thing that I think you should bring back from summer camp, which is an absolute essential and make sure you, uh, you know, chuck out at the airport. If, if, if you get to the airport and your suitcase is bulging and you've put, packed too many things, you've bought too many things in Walmart, that sort of thing which obviously happens to a lot of people and it actually happened to me as well I got to the airport and my suitcase was over the limit I ended up chucking some shoes by the way um, I'd highly recommend chucking a, a ton of shit but this is the sort of stuff you need to keep the next thing is the things that you've got from counsellors and staff okay so we've had the section around the bringing you memories of your favorite campers with friendship bracelets and maybe a like a painted rock or you know some funny memories from campers gifts they've given you and that sort of thing uh, the campers the counselors and staff are another kettle of fish they're going to be giving you uh, mementos from their country they're going to be giving you little memories to make you remember them by I know uh, Chad who's actually been mentioned on the podcast before from my summer camp who exchanged shirts he exchanged his uh, Liverpool football shirt with a, uh, a shirt that this his co had from Chicago 
and that was pretty cool to see like he, he gets to walk away with a shirt from Chicago while she gets to walk away with a Liverpool FC shirt that's pretty fucking cool and you'd think someone as devoted as to their football club wouldn't give away something like that trust me at summer camp the whole rule book goes out the window everything changes and I exchanged pants with a girl but that's a memory for uh, the second book of There's No Place Like Summer Camp which has yet to even been started yet that's uh, definitely but it's, it's, it's there it's, it's just not been edited yet the, the diary's definitely there but that's definitely a story for the second book okay so the fourth I think fourth yeah fourth thing that we, uh, I definitely recommend bringing back from summer camp is memories, and that pretty much in pretty much sums up most of this list, to be honest. Because we've we've spoken about the things that kids have got you, we've spoken about the things that counselors and staff have swapped, and that sort of thing. But this is specifically memories of camp, and one of mine, for an example, is a piece of rope. It's a piece of really thick rope from Rope Burn. And if you don't know what rope burn is, maybe not every camp has it. I was totally new and exposed to this when I got to summer camp, even though I had many, many years of volunteering at Scouts, was uh, pretty much an it's an activity from Colour War. Um, and you have like two different heights ropes that are suspended over a like a campfire area. And it's your job to build up a massive campfire big enough to burn these two really high and thick ropes. And it was one of the best memories from my first year at summer camp. And it was insane. It was such a Marmite kind of day because I absolutely hated it in some to some extent. And I absolutely loved it in another because I can look back on it and go, wow, that was absolutely incredible. I haven't had a feeling like that before. And um, I remember at the end of the... Um, at the end of the event, I felt like, fucking hell, that was so good. I need to get some of this rope. It was just like charred up bits of rope that were being dished out between people. And uh, it was being cut up with like a massive like gardening scissor set sort of thing. It was being chopped up. So I was like, I need some of this rope to bring back. Uh, so I, I nabbed some. And I think now I think about it that uh, I don't actually have it to, to, with me to this day. Uh, because it absolutely stunk of smoke and it would have st stunk out my entire suitcase with smoke and made all my clothes like unwearable uh, especially as you're going to be going traveling afterwards as well so I think that's the reason that I didn't keep the rope uh, I don't believe I still have it but it's it's one of those memories of camp that I think I just maybe lost over time without even realizing it but thinking back now it's probably the smarter thing that I did chuck it out because I'll be going traveling and stuff but you know what you can you can tie these things up with uh carrier bags but they only go so far don't they so yeah definitely one of the things I'd recommend bringing back from camp would be memories from camp one of mine is a piece of rope from rope burn but it could be anything now the final three of this list are pretty cringy but they are so true um, just like the post I did to Instagram the other day about this one time at summer camp and the feeling uh, that you get when you're like the girl from American Pie and it's just like oh man I absolutely love the American Pie films they're so good it's just like a right throwback to when you're growing through a teenage sort of stage and it's a real exciting sort of time but um, yeah go check it out the post on Instagram this one time at summer camp post I did it got like 50 likes it was crazy um, 
but every time I'm talking about camp to my friends, everyone's like, oh my God, you're just being like that girl from uh, American Pie and I can't help it, okay? I can't help talking about camp and that, that's, I don't, I don't think it helps that I have a, a fucking podcast about it, you know, but uh, to always talk about, oh yeah, I've done this before. Oh yeah, I've been to Universal. Oh yeah, I've done this. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen that before in America and all my friends are just like, oh, come on, how many how many more stories do you have from camp? And it literally is just like that, okay? Um, but speaking of which, speaking of these films, speaking of American Pie, okay, uh, this was a question that was thrown to me by one of my friends in a Facebook Messenger group chat that we have, okay? Now, this is a total random one, but uh, trust me, I'll bring it back to American summer camps and American Pie. So... He said, shag, marry, or kill, starter, main, or dessert. Shag, marry, kill, starter, main, or dessert. This is the sort of random fucking questions that I get from my friends, okay? Um, I'll let you have a couple of minutes to think about that. You might want to pause the podcast because I'm not going to just let two minutes of silence go by. But personally, what I chose, you can pause it before I give you any spoilers or if you want to copy me or if you want to try and guess what I said. I chose kill the starter, marry the main, shag the dessert. Okay? I found that the main was just, you know, too irresistible. It's too filling. It's too hearty. You can't just, like, you can't kill that and you can't just shag it. you got to marry it. That's, like, some quality right there. And that's going to be substantial. And it's going to take you on, you know, some sort of lifelong journey sort of thing of the main you know, that was my thinking about it, and uh, the starter, I've never been a fan of, I, I just don't find them, you know, I don't find them filling enough, and if I'm thinking of starter as a person, yeah, it could be like a real skin thin, like kale, you know, kale the food, the little green food, it could be that sort of like that, but into a person, so it'd be like stick thin, maybe a model sort of thing, but you know, that's all they are, so and I've never been a massive fan of starters anyway but I'm rambling about starters mains and desserts and I'm, st- I'm rambling about food but um that was out of the question I've never been a fan of starters really never really get them only if I feel real fancy and they may be part of like a meal deal <laughs> I'm, s- I'm such a stingy bastard um the thought about uh shagging the dessert that would have to that would have to come along with every meal because whenever I go out for like a pub lunch or something like that, I always have to get a main and then a dessert because it tops it off. You always have room for dessert. And it took me a couple of days to think about like what dessert I would shack. Okay. And I came to the conclusion that the best dessert to shag would be the pie from American Pie. So that's how I... (laughs) you know uh, I, uh, I, what has this podcast become let's move on from t- from this on to the other essentials that you definitely need to bring back from camp and as i've said it can be a little bit cringe so the next one is photos you definitely want to be taking photos as often as you can and uh, mobile phones are definitely not recommended at most summer camps they mostly say like if you're spotted with your phone you'll get told off or that you're, if you're spotted with your phone it'll be taken away and that sort of thing but on the occasion where you can take photos 
I'd highly recommend doing so not especially maybe in the middle of activities or where you have like an actual job to do and that sort of thing but when you're out on an evening off or when you're going to a Walmart for the first time or the first time that you get onto one of those American school buses or the first time that you stop off in New York and you're just completely lost and you just see a whole uh, wave of Camp America shirts and that sort of thing or when you're coming back from uh, camp as well and you're so you're like meeting your family at the airport it's a real like nostalgia hit to see all those photos because you're out there for a few months and your every day is so full on I have not ever been in a position where uh, days are so crammed they are so busy and you can only sit back in the evenings at midnight cracking open a cold one with a couple of the mates and just sit thinking like holy shit today was really fucking busy and sometimes you need those photos to rekindle those memories so photos are definite that you need to remember to take while you're out at summer camp and make sure you bring them back to share with all your friends and family Speaking of friends, the final one on this list, I'm sorry I said there was the final three that were cringy, it was just the final two. Uh, The final one on this list is the social media friends. And we mentioned Chad earlier in this episode where he swapped his shirt with his uh, co-worker, which was the Liverpool FC football shirt with his uh, co-worker's Chicago shirt. I don't think it was anything specifically around Chicago, but it was just a shirt from her that was so nice for him to take away and just remember those times of working at a summer camp for the first year. Uh, but yeah, he's called Chad. And um, he didn't have Facebook at the start of camp. He was one of those, like, he's been mentioned before, and if you haven't listened to it, it's the long two-hour podcast that I had with Scott who's who actually went to summer camp with me is it has to be hands down the best episode of this podcast that I'll ever record it's probably peaked and it's probably only gonna go downhill from there I'm joking I'm joking uh, I'd really hope to have him on for a second podcast by the way Scott and uh, we did actually record a second podcast just as a like an in just as an insider sort of thing uh, let you behind the curtain we did record a second podcast but the second podcast was it was getting really late and, you know, the quality of the podcast was a bit shit. So we both agreed that it just wasn't really worth uploading. But I think at some point in the future, we will uh, look at re-recording that second podcast and talking about the second summer of going to summer camp. Because so far up till now, this podcast has always been about the first time that you go to summer camp, giving you a bit of a guide and uh, insight into what it's like at volunteering with uh, Camp America and that sort of thing. So uh, I think maybe as the podcast numbers get higher and higher, we will do more of the returning sort of things. Uh, it's only that There's No Place Like Summer Camp, the first book, is all about that first summer. So I want to make sure that that's real polished off before moving on to the returning side of things, which of course I did in the second summer. Back to uh, this episode, though, the essentials to bring back from summer camp. Uh, Chad is one of those really cool guys that's like a Hollister model and gets all the girls, has one night stands, is someone that I never thought I'd really click with, maybe. Um, he's just the polar opposite of me. And if you can't tell, I don't, I, you know, I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh, I don't like to use the word nerd. I call myself a geek instead because I don't play World of Warcraft. I don't play Warhammer or anything like that. But 
you know, I have a podcast and I have, I'm trying to write a book. So I think that's pretty geeky, but I don't think it's nerdy. And I, do, I didn't think that I'd really click with Chad. He's like the polar opposite. And, you know, I'd look up to him and be like fucking jealous that he'd be getting all these girls and hot model girlfriends and having all these crazy stories of how he hooked up at a club. And I'm just like, yeah, whenever I go to a club, I just feel like awkward. Um, anyway coming back to this podcast once again come on stay on track uh he didn't have facebook at the start of summer camp because he didn't really see the need for it he thought it was a bit like crap and shit and it just bloats your mind with mental health problems and stuff and you're comparing yourself to others and he didn't really see the need for it and to be honest that's how i see facebook now myself it's weird how times change but uh i still have facebook but i just try and limit my use to a massive extent i don't have it on my mobile i only have it on the computer and that sort of thing but he didn't have it at all he didn't even have a facebook account so uh while camp was going on and everyone was adding people on facebook and social media we we couldn't really connect with chad but by the end of camp he definitely had facebook and he made sure to get it because he did he wanted to stay in touch with all these friends he made that he would likely never see again he like scott he's from new zealand how is he supposed to stay in touch with someone from new zealand like it doesn't really make sense and the easiest way to see how someone's doing on the other side of the world is to add them on facebook so uh, he definitely learned a lesson and he definitely grew while at summer camp and um, it's something that you definitely want to do you want to add those friends onto your social media and you want to just you know see how they're doing and drop them a like and remember those memories and upload those photos that you all have and share because it's crazy and sometimes you just need to like reminisce and have like that's you still need a connection to those people out there because camp friends are like no other okay so that was quite a long episode i actually really enjoyed this one it was quite deep i think and also cringy towards the end with the final two and uh the 50th episode as well so it's quite celebratory and it's actually quite useful i think these sorts of episodes where they actually are a little bit deeper and you get to understand the reasoning why i recommend these sorts of things and uh, actually having first-hand experience of these as well um about bringing things back from camp there's no other experience like it so you want to make sure you get the most out of camp that you can speaking of which on friday we're taking a look at the camp america treks and how much they cost which is one of the questions that I found that was popular uh, for these Friday episode podcasts. Uh, the Camp America Treks, if you don't know, they are uh, the optional extra holiday treks that you can purchase through uh, agencies like Camp America to have all of your traveling sorted for you after camp comes to an end. Uh, totally optional, like I say, most people travel themselves but you can go on these predefined treks and you just pay a lump sum and you just hop in a minibus and go around the usa sort of thing so i'll see you then i'll see you on friday uh if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast and please share with those that you think will enjoy this one okay i'll see you friday guys bye